Once upon a time. Once upon a time. Once upon a time. Once upon a time. Hi, I'm RPJ, and you're listening to the first bonus episode of Dad's Read Princess Stories. Each bonus episode is going to look further into the last episode that you listened to. In today's episode, we are going to shed some light on the story of Maid Meline. In particular, we're going to focus on two things. The entombment princess part of the story, and the false bride part of the story. But first, let's start with the basics. Maid Meline is a German fairy tale, and was first published as a story in the book Jungfad Meline by Karl Mulanoff. Later, it was included in the 1850 or 6 edition of the Children's and Household Tales anthology compiled by the Brothers Grimm. Jacob and Wilhelm Grimm were German academics, researchers, and authors who together collected folklore during the 19th century. That being said, not many people know the tale of Maid Meline. So a quick summary. Maid Meline begins where most princess stories would end. A princess who falls in love and decides to marry a, we have to assume, handsome and charming prince against her father's wishes. As punishment for her disobedience, Maid Meline's father has her imprisoned in a windowless tower for seven years. When Maid Meline finally leaves the tower, she finds that her father has gone and her kingdom has been laid to waste by an invading army. Forced to fend for herself, Maid Meline eventually finds work as a servant in a castle in another kingdom. The castle turns out to be the home of the prince with whom Maid Meline fell in love years earlier. Maid Meline is clearly not as famous as, say, Snow White or Cinderella. Perhaps it is because it didn't appear in the Grimm's book until the 6th edition, nor did Andrew Lang include it in any of his fairy tale books. If you are not sure who Andrew Lang is, he's best known for being the person that brought in foreign language fairy tales into English literature. Before that, the tale was used many times in oral German tellings. Now, it's not clear if Mullenhoff wrote the story verbatim from his oral sources or not. But what we do know is that the Grimm brothers made several slight but very significant changes to their version. Theirs delve deep into the trauma caused by abandonment and suffering. So let's talk about the entombed princess part of the story. Maid Meline is categorized in the ATU Folk Tale Index as tale type 870, entombed princesses or the princess confined in the mound. Before we go any further, let's talk about the ATU. The Arne Thompson Uther Index, a catalog of folk tale types used in the folklore studies. The ATU Index is the product of a series of revisions and expansions by an international group of scholars. Originally composed in German by Finnish folklorist Antiani in 1910, the index was translated into English, revised and expanded by American folklorist Stitz Thompson in 1928 to 1961, and later further revised and expanded by German folklorist Jans Jürgen Uther in 2004. The ATU Index is an incredible, essential tool for folklorists. The ATU Index divides tales into sections with an AT number for each entry. The names give a typical, but usage varies. The same tale type number may be referred to by its central motive or by one of the variant folktales of that type. So back to the story of Maid Meline. In a lot of these older tales, there is a suggestive shadow 
in which the father feels an incestuous longing for his daughter. In Mulanoff's version, the king has no alternative groom planned, so there's no reasonable excuse for objecting to her choice. In creating the extra suitor, the Grimm brothers may have been trying to make the king's motives appear a little less sinister. So, he builds a dark tower to keep her quiet. Now, the practice of locking women up in towers wasn't exactly unknown in European Middle Ages and the Renaissance. In some cases, the women entered willingly, interested in pursuing a religious life, out of either genuine religious devotion or interest in the opportunities offered by cloisters, which included education, culture, and the opportunity to avoid the risks of childbirth. In other cases, the women did not entirely willingly go at all, but found themselves forced into prison and death, some for crimes they committed, some for purely political reasons. Then Maid Malene leaves after seven years, rescuing herself. This is something heroines in fairy tales quite often do. You'll see this in Rapunzel. Now let's talk about the second main thing, the false bride story. Once Maid Malene leaves the tower, the story shifts into a tale where the struggling girl or princess finally reaches her prince, only to find him married off, or about to be married off to a dreadful woman, and in some cases, a troll. In most stories, this forces the girl to trade what few belongings she has left to the false bride in the hopes of getting a conversation with the prince. On her side, the false bride is usually so desperate to get the prince to notice and love her that she agrees to all sorts of wildly inappropriate things, just to get the magical item, be it the lovely ring, pretty dress, or whatever the item might finally get the prince to fall in love with her. Of course, it turns into a hellish love triangle, one that almost inevitably ends poorly for the false bride, who is oftentimes evil, ugly, or pregnant. And in those times, we all know that pregnancy was just as bad as being evil. We hope you enjoyed this brief look at Maid Maline. We would like to take the time to thank you for listening to this bonus episode. We are now on most streaming services, and you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, and so much more. If you have not already, please click the subscribe button so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. Leave a review. All the kind words help. You can follow us on Facebook and on Instagram at Dads Read Princess Stories and on Twitter at Dads Read. I'm RPJ. Stay safe.